I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. But this week, closer home in the Himalayas, living with Dolma Aunty and Rambo gave me a new perspective to living our everyday life. A delayed flight to Delhi and a cancelled one to Manali meant that I took a rather long time to get to Hamta. It's the village where I decided to spend a month in a one-room cottage with a light bulb and a few books to keep me company. The village itself is accessible by a private road and you need to either get a permit to access it or have a local take you up. As we arrived at the cottage in a rickety Maruti 800, I was greeted with vistas of tall pine trees swaying in the winds. I was greeted by an adorable old dog Rambo who was still a puppy at heart. Right next to the cottage was a gurgling stream which became my source of drinking water. But the story is not about the bounty of nature that the Himalayas have bestowed upon us. This is the story of Dolma aunty and Kalzang uncle who were the caretakers and in my opinion the cutest couple in the history of mankind. Make no mistake Dolma aunty was over 70 years old. Her actual age did not matter as many people of her age don't have birth certificates. They remember their birth by natural events like floods, earthquakes and crop failure. I came to realize that no one of their age in the villages celebrates birthdays because many don't know the actual day they were born. It felt like such an odd realization to a city dweller like me. We make such a big hoopla about our birthdays, spending inordinate amount of time and money on making the day special. I was traveling solo and the village didn't see tourists, so auntie and uncle were my companions. They also cooked for me, charging a princely sum of rupees 250 for all my meals in a day. My food was always fresh and the vegetables were sourced from their own farm. The taste was enhanced by the addition of local herbs. whose names i could ever decipher because they only knew the local names not the ones in english or hindi the cows were milked twice a day and that is what went into my tea and my curd and each heavy meal had to be digested by walking and no one no one walks better than the people of the mountains there is a latin phrase solviter ambulando means it is solved by walking but in the mountains walking takes an altogether different dimension It is not just an act of using our legs to get from point A to B. It is a way of life. As Paul Salopek, the man who is on a 10-year journey of walking the world, said, "Walking is falling forward. Each step we take is an arrested plunge, a collapse averted, a disaster braked. In this way, to walk becomes an act of faith." In the long empty days of my month-long stay, walking was my constant mode of movement. It was my companion along with the most adorable mountain dogs who decided that this new human needs guides as he makes his way around their home. I went for walks alone with Dolma aunty, with Kalzang uncle, with local villagers and whoever wanted to walk with me. It was in stark contrast to my life in Bombay where I felt I was always running towards somewhere and sometimes nowhere. In the mountains though, I was hoping to repair certain important connections burned through by artificial speed of city living. I wasn't always sure where I was walking. I took the only road in the village. 
There is an English slang for it, Cordywomple. Yes, Cordywomple. To travel in a purposeful manner towards a vague destination. It seemed like a fitting way to describe my entire three-month sabbatical. In one of my walks with Dolma Aunty, we were speaking of the most mundane things. How do they manage food in the winters? She told me about how they dry up everything in the summers, from veggies, spices and even meat, as nothing grows in the winters. There are no refrigerators and cold storages, so every single food item down to the last herbs must be thought of. They are forever thinking about the future, an uncertain one dictated by the vagaries of nature. The winter is bitterly cold and they grapple with up to four feet of snow with nothing but bare hands and shovels. So if you have ever romanticized living in the mountains, let me assure you, it is hard, back-breaking work. And yet, I was struck by how much love Dolma auntie had for her life, the mountains, the trees, the people and the animals. There was no romanticization. This was a woman whose face bore the imprints of the seasons gone by, hardened by the cold weather. On our long walks, I often found it hard to catch up with her, as her stamina and my lack of it clearly showed. She had had a difficult life, and yet she had a smile that would light up a room. Her enthusiasm for everyday things was infectious. Each obstacle was just a thorn on the road to be cast away. And remember the adorable old dog Rambo? He was 14 years old and was afflicted with snow blindness. His pupils had turned snow white and he had almost no vision. And much like Dolma auntie, his enthusiasm for walks, for chasing a mouse, for rolling himself in snow appeared undiminished. He could sense my desire to go for walks. And before I could pick up my stick, he was at my feet, wagging his tail, bursting with energy to take off. His blindness was just a thorn on the road to be cast away. Walking with Dolma auntie and Rambo itself became an act of faith. I could only find one word to describe their approach to life. Jiji Visha, a Hindi word which means an intense desire to live and continue living. It's a guiding philosophy which you could all embody. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memoria on Twitter and YV Travel 42 on Instagram. <laughs>